Indeed, it is time for the Alan Gray feature where tonight we are going to discuss education inflation. It's interesting that we have this particular conversation on the eve of the start of the 2023 academic year. And many parents have been complaining about the price of education that is accelerating along with the rising cost of living in South Africa. And that also encompasses the cost of uniform. So at the beginning stages for for instance, uh, in uh, the basic uh, uh, education foundation phase, one needs to start looking at a long-term uh, type of uh, structure and uh, formulation uh, for an education plan and how you navigate uh, the uh, changing economic times because the life of a child and the education of a child is uh, a long-term commitment and it comes with all those developments that uh, speak of economic performance as well as economic challenges. We are joined on the line now by Alan Gray's uh, Misha Townsend. Thank you so much for your time, Misha. Hi, thanks for having me. A very interesting topic to be having, and it comes at a contentious time. Um, what we've been seeing is calls for the competition to the competition commission uh, to mitigate when it comes to the rising cost of uniform and the likes, but also school fees is uh, going up uh, as well as uh, the price of uh, the general rising cost of living in South Africa, and that uh, brings uh, to sharp light uh, the conversation that we're going to have about education inflation. We know on a global scale that inflation has reached record highs. So what exactly is education inflation in relation to all those economic developments? Yeah, that's a great start. So as you said, unfortunately, we're seeing rising costs across the board. So when we speak about inflation in general, we're talking about the rate of increase in prices over a given period of time, and things do get more expensive over time. With education inflation, we're now specifically looking at all those costs that come with giving your child a good education. So the big one is the school fees and the tuition fees, but that also extends to the school books, the uniforms, um, the school trips, anything else that comes with giving them that education. Mm. And the rate of education inflation rises a lot faster than general inflation is what we tend to see. And that's one aspect uh, that uh, in the journey of raising children or an individual that is being prepared uh, for an economic landscape, particularly in South Africa, that uh, we often don't think about. So how important is it to have a plan at the beginning when you are actually thinking about becoming a parent all the way to the stages of ensuring that you have enough save to uh, take this particular individual and afford their schooling to put them in a better uh, position to compete really amongst their peers? Yeah, the plan is is sort of your, your best tool that you can do. So if you don't plan, what you're probably going to find is that you might end up having to borrow to meet um, those costs of education, or you might not be able to give your child the education that you actually envision or would want them to have. Mm. So starting as soon as possible, is the best the best solution because the more time you have the more time you have to put away money to invest that money 
and for that money to grow. And it actually alleviates that future burden from you and helps take away some of that stress. That is tricky, Misha, especially because when is the right time to start planning for this? I say this as a parent myself to one who's going to grade eight and time has moved quite quickly and so much has changed in between. Yeah, I can imagine you've left <laughs> and, uh, several, several years somehow disappeared before you. So, yeah, the sooner, the sooner the better. But if you haven't started or, you know, it's been on your to-do list for a while and you haven't actually got around to it, mm. then today is the next best day to start. So, mm. as I said, the more time you have, the better. Mm. But starting is better than sort of delaying. So, if you are listening to this now or you have a New Year's resolution mm. um, or anything like that, it's never too late to start that process. And I wanted to ask that particular question, is it or could it be ever too late? It's never too late. The reality is that the later you start, the more sacrifices you might have to make um, or, you know, you might have to make different decisions. But there's definitely still a lot that you can do. And particularly if you find the right investment vehicle for you Mm. or you get a financial advisor that can help understand your circumstances now, what are you trying to achieve? And then they can let you know what's realistic and how best to get there. And that's exactly where the element of one's salary not being enough to sustain, um, you know, that journey of education, given uh, the turns that uh, we are seeing in the current economic landscape. So where does one go in terms of uh, formulating or picking even the right uh, investment vehicle for this particular agenda? Yeah, so there's there are several different investment vehicles you, you can use. So it, it could get quite confusing, particularly if finance isn't your speciality or you don't spend a lot of time thinking about them. So mm-hmm. if you do find you have nowhere to start and you know all these terms sort of just make no sense, then an independent financial advisor is a good starting point. Yeah. So these are people, <laughs> these are people who can sit down with you, um, help you make a plan and help just make sense of what these options are because the right option for me could be a very different option that would make sense for you. That's a very critical element uh, and hence I ask uh, that uh, particular question. Uh, in uh, South Africa's insurance history, we've come to realize, especially from the likes of public servants, that uh, one would uh, be in invested in a portfolio that uh, really does not generate the returns that they ex- uh, you know, expected. And I say this based on experience. I'm raised by public servants. They happen to be teachers and they signed up for everything, even stuff they didn't need for my education. Yeah, and I think they're as very right as you said. There are products that aren't suitable out there, so that's where you really have to do your research. Make sure you're not just choosing the first thing. Getting second opinions if you need. Um, and as I said, there's now a lot more structures that are available to you. So mm. traditionally, you would get maybe an education policy with an insurer. Those would have certain guarantees baked into them that would provide you money at a future date. But now that might not be the best option for you because Mm. they sometimes can be quite restrictive. If your circumstances change, there might be big penalties if you miss a payment. So other people 
sometimes look at different options that might have a bit more flexibility in them. One of those options is tax-free savings as an investment vehicle for education. They've become quite popular over the last couple of years. How do they work in this particular instance? Yes, they have become very, very popular. So generally, how your tax-free savings work is each tax year, you can save up to 36,000 rand. And then there's also a lifetime limit of 500,000 rand. So after that, you can't put any more money into the structures. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of them is the money you put in and the returns that you get are tax-free. So that's where the name comes from. So the money that you put in works a little bit harder for you and helps to do some of that work. That sounds like a flexible option. It is pretty flexible. And there, there aren't... Um, restrictions on withdrawing money from it. Mm -hmm. But you do have to keep in mind that money that you take out, you can't put back in. So once you've contributed 500,000, you can't take them out and then reinvest it. Uh But the the nice option that you do have is there's different underlying investments that you can put in them. So you can do something linked to maybe your money market account, so Mm -hmm. a more stable cash type return, or you can invest it in something like your equities, your companies and shares on the JFE. You potentially get a bit more return. I like that idea because it's a longer game that you are playing on the market. But uh, I see that uh, there's uh, even uh, similar flexibility with unit trusts. Uh, talk us through that one. Yes. So unit trusts are pretty much the most flexible. So with that, there's no limit on how much you can put in. So you can put in as much as um, as you have available and there's no limit on when you can withdraw or how much you can withdraw. The thing that you do give up in exchange for that flexibility is you don't get those tax benefits that you do with the tax-free savings, that mm. you can weigh up the pros and cons. And maybe the right solution is you have a little bit of both structures. And then same within the unit trust, there are lots of different underlying investments and different portfolios that you can have within that. So again, you can find the right investments that are going to work for your planning and your timeline. The most important question of this conversation is avoiding credit if you can. What are the repercussions? Yes, so the problem with credit is it can very easily get out of hand and spiral out of control. So for example, you can particularly see that in an environment that we're in now, with rising interest rates. Mm. So um, with credit, you're never quite sure what you might have to pay. And it's a much more expensive option than maybe taking a step back and saving something now. And the more credit you have, it puts you at risk. For example, if you happen to lose your job or um, someone passed away, that's now extra pressure because you have a burden, another financial burden that you have to meet. Great advice and thank you so much for your insights. Uh, Misha Townsend is with Alan Gray in this week's uh, topic talking about education inflation, how you can make this journey easier for you and that little bundle of joy. Kaya Biz with Gugule Tumfupi, Monday to Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. on Kaya 959. On the streets, on the air.